An exciting update for you guys here on the Auburn Undercover Podcast. We are proud to partner a new partnership here on the show, New Orleans-based Prime Shrimp, Shrimp Company, to give you guys some delicious, easy-to-cook shrimp. You can get it delivered straight to your door. These guys have been peeling shrimp in New Orleans since the 40s, and they're excited to debut an exciting new product for you guys to get restaurant-quality shrimp at home. Get this under 10 minutes without any of the usual fuss of cooking. The concept is simple and easy. You guys can take the frozen pouch right out of your freezer, drop it in a pot of boiling water. You have that shrimp ready in 10 minutes. Order at primeshrimp.com. You guys can get it delivered straight to your door. And for the first week of our partnership with them, you guys can use the code AUBURN247. That's all caps, all one word, AUBURN247. 50% off your first purchase. Try it today. Risk-free purchase. Again, primeshrimp.com. If you guys don't love it, you get your money back. Flavors include signature seasoned French Quarter Alfredo, garlic herb butter, and guys, the Louisiana shrimp boil. I've I've had it. I cannot get enough of it. My wife really loves the French Quarter Alfredo, but I absolutely cannot get enough of the Louisiana shrimp boil. So you guys are going to love this stuff. Again, 50% off. We're going to continue on after that with them. We're going to have deals with them after that. But this week only, our first week, Auburn 24-7, all one word, all caps, Auburn 247, 50% off your first purchase. Again, that is primeshrimp.com. What's going on, everybody? Nathan King here from the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Wanted to just remind everybody about one of our great sponsors here on the 24-7 Sports Network, and that is Homefield Apparel. What is Homefield Apparel? You guys, the premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that produces incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs like Auburn and all of their great logos and designs um, that they've had throughout their history. Homefield digs through the archives and history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. Obviously, one of their most popular collections is the Auburn collection now. Now over 20 pieces in total on their site, homefieldapparel.com. If you guys were anywhere on social media, you you were part of the Peacock movement. Um, if you're an Auburn fan of the Auburn basketball season, they've got a great Peacock shirt and Peacock hoodie that says Auburn Hoops. Easily my favorite design of theirs. Um, it's a great, great piece of uh, piece of work for an Auburn fan to pick up to commemorate this basketball season. You guys can still get 15% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com with the code Auburn Undercover. That's all caps, all one word, Auburn Undercover. Please go check it out. You guys love their product, have loved it for a really long time. If you guys have been anywhere in the world of college athletics in the past couple of years in terms of social media, like I talked about, they have been phenomenal. They've done a really good job of branding themselves and they back it up with a great product and Auburn is one of their biggest sellers like that new Peacock uh, jacket I was just telling you guys about. So be sure to go pick that up. Get 15% off your first purchase. Again, promo code, all caps, Auburn undercover at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. There we go. All right, welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on our Facebook live stream. If you're one of our live stream watchers on YouTube um, as well, we are here with uh, Mark Murphy and Jason Caldwell. I have a bit of a fun exercise to go through today. We thought with it being draft week, and obviously Auburn will have you know a couple, maybe three draft picks. Roger McCreary could be a pretty high pick. Um, maybe a late first rounder. More likely he'll go in the second round. Um, tomorrow, but we thought it would be fun to go through. Um, we've got our own draft board set up, and we are going to draft Auburn's roster. Um, so basically, here are the rules. We'll set it out. That way, we can just kind of dive right into it. So um, each person gets 11 picks, so we'll go 11 rounds um, and snake through the draft. Um, the rules for position groups, 
So everybody's got to take a quarterback. Everybody's got to take a running back. Um, and then you get two pass catchers. So you, you can split that however you want. I think most, I feel like we're all going to probably go, you know, one tight end, one and one receiver, but you know, you could focus on the passing game, whatever you want to do. Um, and then two linemen. And then on the defense, two defensive linemen, a linebacker and two DBs. Um, and so we'll put this up later. Um, we'll let the subscribers and the, and the readers, we'll let you guys decide um, who comes out with the best team here. And so uh, we decided to do it by seniority. So Mark Murphy gets the um, number one overall pick. So Mark, I think I know, I think I know what direction I would go. I think I know what direction Jason would go, but um, you were on the clock, sir, for the number one overall pick. Who you got? I'm not going to keep folks waiting. I'm going to pick uh, Cartavius Tank Bigsby. Um, for me, he's a very, very important, most important player on offense this year, with maybe the exception of the quarterback, which is always important. But, uh, you know, they need to keep him healthy. They need to keep him fresh. And I think Auburn's going to have to run the ball this year and do it very well and be physical to have a chance to have a good season. So that's why Tank's my number one guy. I think that's probably a safe pick regardless of who you're going to get at quarterback. Um, all right, Jason, I'm, I'm interested to see what you're going to do here. I'm interested to see. I'm, I'm sure you assumed that was going to be the move. Interested to see who you think has the most value here. Yeah, to me, there was all, you know, kind of like this year's NFL draft. Uh, I thought there were three or four guys that could be right there. Um, I'm going to go with Colby Wooden. Uh, I think Colby Wooden uh, as the anchor, the backbone of this defense, uh, is such an important part of, of what they want to do, uh, can play outside and play a classic defensive end. But he's a guy that can slide inside and play tackle. We've seen him do it the last two years. So I think his versatility, um, the things he brings to the table. Um, that, so Colby Wooden for me uh, would be my, my pick at, at number two. Yeah, he might be besides Tank in terms of just pure impact. Um, and maybe like we were talking about it yesterday, Jason, looking at what next year's draft class could be. He could be a guy that could sneak right up. And Tank is going to be you know, projected as a high round pick. Colby could be a guy that could sneak up um, as well. Okay, so I'm going to go a little off the wall here. Um, I wanted to secure this. That way I wasn't stuck with one of them that I didn't like because we each have to have a quarterback. Um, I'm going to dig a little deeper here. I'm going to go with Robbie Ashford for my first round pick. Um, just because I'm also trying to win the subscriber vote here. I'm going to ride the hype train a little bit because I know people like Robbie <laughs> Ashford a lot um, right now. But um, if I've got this team, whatever, this five-on-five team, um, you know, I think he's going to do a good job of, of making plays for me. Knowing, And I knew I wouldn't have Tank Bixby. So I'm like, okay, I need, I need somebody that I know is going to be able to do things for me um, outside of the pocket. But also projecting forward, I mean, he could be a fun player um, in the future. And so um, I'm going to go with Robbie Ashford that way. My offense is locked down. I've got my quarterback. Um, and so we're going to snake this. And so now we'll get into the second round. So we'll go backwards. So I've got the first pick in the second round. Um, for my pick here, I'm going to go with John Samuel Shanker. And that's because I think he can do a lot for you. Um, you know, he's, he's your top returning pass catcher overall. Um, and so, you know, he also can do everything in terms of a blocker. I think in this kind of setup, he's a really valuable guy. I'm glad he's still on the board here. Um, because I think when you've got, like we're doing, you know, one receiver, one tight end. I think he, um, you know, can fill both of those spots and allow you a little more versatility there with your other receiver position. So I think Shanker's going to be such a valuable player for Auburn this season um, as well. He's such an important piece that Brad Bedell was able um, to get back in his tight ends room. So my first pick of the second round is John Samuel Shanker. I'll throw it back to you, Jason. Yeah, you know, much like the regular NFL draft, 
when positions start coming off the board, it kind of forces you maybe to change a little strategy, changing my strategy a little bit. I'm going with Landon King as my number two pick. Um, I just think with the need areas, trying to find a playmaker at wide receiver, he's a guy that's going to, I think he's going to get more and more involved in the offense. And so for me, I think Landon King is a guy that, that, that brings something different to the table for this team. So I'm going Landon King with my, my second pick. All right, Mark, has your has your strategy changed much at this point? Not really. Um, I got my lead dog on offense, and now I'm going to get my lead dog on defense. Owen Popo is my next pick, the linebacker. And keeping him healthy and having a big uh, junior year is going to be paramount for this team. Uh, you know, he's his senior, actually. Uh, he's, you know, he's played three years, but hardly played at all last year, and he was really missed. So they can get him healthy, ready to go. He's a difference maker. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, so I'm going to go that way, too. So now we will head to, um, I believe here, if I'm doing this the right way. No, no, no. Mark, Mark, you're going to repick here. Yeah. So All you got right. Staying on defense, this guy might be the best player on the team. Uh, yep. Derek Hall, edge rusher. That's where I'm going with. And I have tremendous respect for this guy as a uh, person, as a player. He's gotten better every year, and I think he could be not only an All-SEC guy this year, I think he's got the potential to be an All-American. Jason, what you got? Yeah, that's a really good pick, and, and you know, I, I think uh, that that leads me to to an obvious choice now. I'm going with Iku Leota, um, you know, as, as the other side of that edge spot. Um, you know, when you start talking about, you know, strength of a football team, you look at, at front, um, and so Kobe Wooden, Iku Leota um, paired together. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go there, and I feel like that's a, a really good value pick in the second round for me. Third round, Rex. There's a lot of good, a lot of good defensive value guys um, now off the board at this point. Um, yeah, Derek and 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 Owen there were good ones, I thought, for you, Mark, as well. Um, Eku, I mean, Eku and Derek can have really big seasons. Um, at that edge spot. So um, without a pure pass rusher there, um, I guess I'm going to try, try to go with uh, the best remaining defensive lineman, try to lock him down. Um, so I'm going to go with Marcus Harris for my third round pick. Um, I think him paired with Colby Wooden um, is going to be pretty strong this season. We'll see what they can do. Um, heading into round four now, I'm going to go ahead and lock down Jarquez Hunter um, just because I think there there might be a little bit of a of a – of a gap between what he what he and Tank Bigsby can do, um, and, and Sean Jackson um, as that number three running back. Which I mean, maybe not. I mean, Sean Jackson obviously is on scholarship now um, for a reason. But to kind of give that production to the offense, I think Jarquez is going to be a really good player. We just obviously didn't get to see it um, in the spring. So that is my fourth round pick um, with Jarquez Hunter. So we'll go now reverse back to Jason. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to stay with defense because I think that's uh, the calling card of this team right now, and. When I think about defense and I think about the ability to to cover guys, I'm going to go a little bit off the board maybe for the first pick at a position and go Jalen Simpson. I think Jalen Simpson is a is a great cover guy. He's kind of a little bit of that dog in him. And so um, I like Jalen Simpson at corner um, and one of those guys that I think can take over, you know, one of those spots obviously outside for the Tigers. All right, Mark, what you got? Going with the cornerback, too, I'm going with Nehemiah Pritchett. Um, guy had a really good year. Is a position coach, Zach Etheridge, says not only is he good enough, 
to be an All-SEC player this year. He's got the potential to be an All-American. And when he showed up, he was skinny and athletic uh, and fast. He's gotten faster and he's gotten a lot bigger. And he, I mean, I've got, I got a feeling that he's going to have a really good season. So I feel good about this one. That's a good one. That's a good one to go into a double pick for you. That's a, okay, it's about time to get back over on the offensive side. I'm going to go with one of the senior citizens on this football team, uh, Shedrick Jackson, a player who had a breakout season last year. He's back for an extra senior year. He's six foot two, 200 pounds. Uh, I'm believing in running the football this year. I need him to be a, a good blocker at the wide receiver position, and he's going to be a solid receiver. And he had really good numbers last year. There's no reason why he can't match those or improve those. All right, Jason. So we'll we'll snake it back to you here. Yeah, you know, you think about it. Um, obviously, you got to have a quarterback, and um, you know, I look, I look at you know, kind of the you know, there's question marks with all all three of the guys that would you think about being the top guys at this position. Um, I'm actually gonna. I think I'm actually gonna stick with T.J. Finley. Uh, I'm gonna stick with T.J. Finley, a guy that has so much knowledge of this offense. Um, a guy that obviously knows it inside and out now, being here for a full year. Um, and no matter who the quarterback is on this team, this team, they, they got to be able to run the football first. So I think he's a guy that, that, that gives you some of that knowledge in the run game, some of those things. So I'll go TJ Finley here is to, to lock down my quarterback. All right. I think I need to, I, I may have, we might've had a misplay here on my part from not even getting a, one of those cornerbacks. Um, I feel like I need to lock down Donovan Kaufman then. Um, just because of that versatility he can give you um, playing the nickel and the safety spot. Experienced, racked up some starts um, toward the end of last season. Um, and so that's the end of round five. Um, so we're going to – I'll throw a – since we're about halfway through, we'll recap it here. Um, so Mark's team so far at running back, Mark's got Tank Bigsby, uh, linebacker Owen Papo. He's got Derek Hall on the edge as well. Um, and then Nehemiah Pritchett. There at cornerback for Mark, and then Shedrick Jackson is one of his pass catchers. Um, Jason's first pick was Colby Wooden on the defensive line. Um, Jason, I didn't. I wrote down Colby Wooden twice. I'm really. I'm doing a great job at this. Who was your second? Who was Landon, your second? Landon King. It's Landon King. I was yes. thinking Landon King, and then yeah. So Landon, that's you know that's great value there for one of your pass catchers. Um, and then Eku Leota was Jason's third round pick. So that's that's a really good defensive line for him. And then he got Jalen Simpson to be one of his corners. And then he just picked up TJ Finley um, at quarterback. And then I've got Robbie Ashford at QB, John Samuel Shanker out there um, at tight end, Marcus Harris along the D line. Jarquez Hunter is my running back. And then I just picked up Donovan Kaufman in the secondary. So we'll start round six now. Um, so I guess none of us have picked an offensive lineman yet. Um, I don't think there's a ton of difference between some of these guys that are seniors, especially in a setting like this where maybe you're, doing like a five on five team, but also you're, like you said, Jason, like you're, pro you're projecting them forward to what they could be. Um, I'm going to pick Brandon council actually as my first offensive lineman. And the main reason is number one is experience. Um, but number two, we've only got two linemen here. Um, he's, I mean, he's started at every position in his career on, on the FBS level at, between Akron and Auburn um, at every position, except for left tackle. Um, and so, you know, he's done a lot of stuff for Auburn as well. Um, he's moved around. He could be your center. Um, so I think he gives you a lot of versatility, a lot of experience. He's been a good blocker at Auburn, been a good leader. Um, so I'm going to go with Brandon Council to be the, the first offensive lineman off the board. 
Um, and then it'll go back to Jace from here. Yeah, you mentioned left tackle and, and killing Zaire is a guy that I've been waiting to kind of see his emergence. He emerged in the spring. And it's such an, an important position for a team. I think he's a, I think he's a guy that has a chance to to step up and not only become a solid player, I think he's got a, a guy that has a chance to, to step up and potentially be like an all SEC type player. I think he's he's that talented. So Killian Zaire for me at, at left tackle um, to to kind of protect my blind side. All right, well, Mark, are you going to continue Jason the offensive just, line trend? Jason just got my pick. He knows <laughs> how much I like Killian, and I think Killian's going to be playing on Sundays. I think there's a good possibility of that. So I'm I'm going to go. It's probably about time to get a quarterback. So I'm going for Zach Calzada, and uh, boy, he sure threw the ball well in the spring, and uh, he should be full speed ready to go this summer. He had his left shoulder uh, cleanup operation, so that's a good thing since he's a right-handed thrower, and uh, uh, I think I need to pick an offensive lineman now. There's, you know, a lot of good choices, but I'm going to go with Nick Brahms, who's a team leader, um, started a lot of games, and. He's going to be the brains of the operation on the offensive front. So that's my pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. So three of our last four have been on the offensive line. Um, and then two quarterbacks in the past couple rounds as well. So all three quarterbacks are now um, off the board. So we're loaded up there. Jason, where are you headed next? Yeah. When, when you think about you know players that developed and have continued to grow, I'm going to go to linebacker and, and I'm going to pick Cam Riley. Um, Cam Riley is a player that, I think has a tremendous amount of upside just scratching the surface of his ability. And so I think about pairing him up with, with Colby Wooden and Eku Leota. Um, think about a fast physical defensive front there. So I'm going to go with Cam Riley as my pick here. All right. So I think I need to, again, like we talked about, the two best corners um, are off the board. I don't think I can go here with two like true safety types because Zion Puckett is still there and that's a good one. Um I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna keep up the Oregon transfer um, pipeline here. I'm gonna go with DJ James just because he's their next cornerback. Um, I think I'll need like a true corner here. Um, he's a guy that I mean, the last we saw of him, he was a starter at Oregon, and he was their highest-rated defensive back on the entire team according to PFF um, for the season last year. Started every game except for the first two. Um, had some really great plays against Ohio State. He had a pick six to seal the game against UCLA. So when he came from Oregon, Zach Etheridge said, look, he's, he's coming to take a job. Um, and I think that's exactly the kind of competition that, you know, Jalen Simpson and, and Nehemiah Pritchard are looking for um, to better themselves that they look like they're going to be Auburn's top two cornerbacks. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to get my other defensive back here with DJ James. That way I've got a, a true corner there um, on the board. Um, so heading now to round eight, um, I'm going to fill out my offensive line here. Um, and I'm going to pick up Alec Jackson. So I've got, I'm going to got, you know, Brandon Council and Alec Jackson. I think really it doesn't matter which side you're going to put those guys on. Um, you know, they've both done it in the past. Alec Jackson, um, he was working at right tackle in the spring. He started at left tackle before at Auburn. He played some guard last year. Um, so a lot of experience, another guy who came back um, for his COVID season. So Alec Jackson will, will fill out my offensive line there. Um, and Jason will throw it back to you. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. And I'm going to stay offensive line. Um, with the mindset that, that looking for out of this team, I'm going to go with Keandre Jones uh, as my next pick on the offensive line to, to, to go with that physical side um, round and pound running game. He's a guy that really developed in the spring until having a little bit of a knee tweak um, that, that kind of cost him a few weeks, but he was coming on strong and just kind of waiting for him to take the next step. And uh, you know, so Keandre Jones, my pick here. All right, Mark, you get, you get two in a row here. 
All right. Once again, Jason got my pick. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'm going to go defense. Uh, the guy that uh, is probably going to have his breakout season, I, I believe, as long as he stays healthy, is Zion Puckett at safety. He's played nickel. He was an all-around athlete in high school, went over and watched him play against his rival high school. He was a quarterback that night. He also played linebacker played safety and he played cornerback in that game. And uh, Zach Etheridge has been really high on him. Uh, he practiced in the spring, but he didn't have contact. But he should be ready to go this year. So, you know, the guy is – he's played a lot of football. He's six feet tall, close to 230. And uh, he's the kind of guy you're looking for in the secondary because he understands what's going on out there. So I like this pick. All right, now you get to load up, Mark, to start. So we're in our final three rounds now. Um, and so this is your second to last set of picks here. Um, so you get to start us out with round nine. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with another linebacker. Uh, we'll see. I'm not absolutely convinced this guy is going to be a starter this year, but I think he's got a great chance. I'm going with Wesley Steiner, the linebacker, probably one of the smarter players on defense. He's very dedicated. Uh, he's gotten better every year, you know, with the two linebackers. Who were the leading tacklers last year gone? It's going to be a great opportunity for him to step up. He was a leading tackler in the ADAC game. So that's my logic. And, uh, you know, it was a very heavily recruited kid. It's time for him to step up now. Jason, I think running back, receiver, and then you've got one other spot um, still yeah. available here. I'm interested to see what you go here. Correct. Um, you know, I think with, with the running back secured, both you guys have already made a pick. I can let that one slide another round. I'm going to go receiver, and I'm going to go to Javarius Johnson. Um, yeah, you look at, at playmaking ability outside. Uh, he's a guy that's shown more of that. Uh, it's just a matter of staying on the field for him. But I think he's a guy that has a chance to have it really a breakout-type season for Auburn. So, Javarius Johnson, my pick here. I think that's a great pick. Uh, that was my pick. I'm going to go with the second receiver that I wanted then. Um, and that's Malcolm Johnson. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of other options here on the roster that – could have good seasons. Tarvarsh Dawson could be a, a sleeper for this team. Um, Xavier Capers, I think we all agree that, you know, if, if he were to be a guy that puts it all together, um, could be a really good SEC receiver. Um, but Malcolm Johnson's been kind of slowly charging up over the past couple seasons. Has just gotten more and more involved. Hasn't necessarily splashed in a big way. He had a, he had a good touchdown um, last season, became a more consistent player. But all the buzz from spring – was that he was a guy that was making a difference there. Um, and so I'm going to go with him as my other pass catcher to pair. So I got a little bit, you know, differing uh, skill sets there with a John Samuel Shanker who can do a little bit of both at tight end um, and then a speedster in Malcolm Johnson. So I'll get us started now with round 10, my second to last pick. Um, I need a defensive lineman. I still need a linebacker. Um, so the second D lineman that I am going to pair here um, with Marcus Harris, I was, I was thinking about Jason Jones. Um, I'm going to go with a guy that we've seen though, have some more production um, for Auburn, and that's Marquise Burks. Um, I think Jason Jones could be a better player on the interior this season. We'll see. Um, but Marquise Burks, when he was – I mean, he had a couple games he missed because of injury last season. But toward the beginning of the year, very, very efficient player. I think he had two forced fumbles in the first three games or something like that. Um, a guy who's gotten better, I think his experience is going to do him um, right this season. And so uh, I'll go with him as my other defensive lineman to – to pair there with Marcus Harris. Don't necessarily have a pass rusher, um, so that's okay. I'll just have to do it with brute force, I guess. So, uh, Jason, now we head to you for your uh, your 10th round pick. Yeah, you know, there, there's there's some options for me in terms of another secondary player. 
Um, I'm going to go with the true freshman, but I'm going to go with maybe a, a surprise that uh, I'm, I'm going to go with JD Ram uh, okay. because of his ability to play the nickel, his length there. Um, I think he's a guy that's going to be a really valuable player for this team. It was, you know, I was torn between him and Caleb Wood, and I think Caleb's going to be a guy that's going to have a, some opportunities. But I think JD, because of his nickel ability um, and that length, I, I want to go with him right here as my tip pick. Gotcha. That's a shocker. I guess I think that's probably one of the more surprising ones. So Cole, Caleb Wooden um, remains on the board <laughs> like, um, at the end of the draft. So Mark, your final two picks. Now you get to you get to double it up here to to, to bring us into the final round. All right, I'm going to go with one of the most important players for Auburn this year. I believe is going to be Oscar Chapman, the punter. Um, had a great um, a great sophomore year and. Uh, you know, I think he's got a chance to be an NFL player down the road. So, can we draft punters? I didn't. I didn't have it on the board, but I'll. Okay, I'll I got Plan B. Okay, well, you could fine. you could put him at receiver. That tends to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'll go with Jason Jones because I needed a big guy in the defensive front. I'll and give you both of them. We'll so them. that's that's who I'll go with, and I've got another guy too to go. So we're going to stay off special teams. Um, I believe Luke Deal will be important as an H back tight end guy. He's played a lot. He's a proven blocker. He's a really good athlete. He was a high school quarterback, a really good basketball player, smart guy. And uh, I think this is going to be a tight end oriented offense. So Luke Deal's a guy I'm going with. All right, Jason, you're uh, you're Mr. Irrelevant here. Yeah, this is uh, this is my my obvious pick here. Um, Sean Jackson at running back. I need my running back. Be, Jason. I, I, and I, I honestly was was had I been forced earlier, I probably would have taken him second. I really, I just think he's a really good player. I think he's, he's a guy that's going to have a role on this team. And so Sean Jackson for me at running back kind of wraps up. And uh, so a couple of Hewitt Trustful kids on, on my team. There you go. There you go. You have that connection there. Um, and so I'll, I'll finish us out here. The last pick. Um, I still need a linebacker. As I mentioned earlier, um, I don't have a, I don't have a pass rusher on the D line. Um, so I'm going to go with Cam Riley. I think there's a lot of things he can do. I've already picked it. Oh, where where I must have I must have missed that. Um, yep. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it now. Okay, that's that's fine. I'll do Eugene Asante then. Um, as uh, as somebody that comes in with a lot of experience from from North Carolina, I'll be interested to see. He's one of the guys like the transfers they have right now that um, really could go one of a bunch of ways. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Owen Papo does when Owen comes back, like how that production kind of fills out. Um, and so I think the linebacker spot is, is, is one of the more interesting positions now, not only in this draft here, um, but moving forward. And so, um, all right, so that, that's it for our, uh, our 11 round, um, Auburn roster draft. Uh, it's, there's not a super easy way. If you're watching the live stream, not a super easy way. I was trying to, I was trying to get them all written down as we went along, but it was also difficult to, it was also difficult to talk and do that. So, um, what we're going to do is within the next 24 hours, if you head to auburnundercover.com, I'm going to put together the teams. Um, I'll put together the draft round by round um, and then we'll share it. We'll, you know, we'll say who, who, you know, who had the best team, um, you know, whose team would win in this situation, whose players do you like the most? Um, I don't know. How, how are you guys feeling? Uh, do you have any, have any regrets about any of your picks? No, I feel good about the picks and uh, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed doing this and uh, it, it was a good idea, Nathan. And uh, um, you know, I, Heck, I'd like to pick. I'd pick the whole dang roster or sit here to do it if, if we had time to do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe closer to season that could be. That could be something. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again and have it. Yeah, you know, and it's it's difficult 
to do in in a short stint like that. But I think it, it's better for the quick turnaround with the NFL draft coming up. But yeah, because you're not putting together a complete team. But it, but it, this is more like an NFL draft where you're yeah. looking at okay, what guys do I feel like are going to help in in terms of say hey this Auburn if you're drafting for this Auburn team. And that's what you're looking at. So I thought it was a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, no real regrets. I and mean, Mark had grabbed Luke Deal. That was a guy that I was really close to, to, to grabbing there. Almost went with uh, a double tight end set with him and Landon King. But I decided that playmaker ability outside with Javarius maybe, uh, you know, trump that a little bit. So. Yeah. I think that's probably the top. That's probably my top receiver would have been Javarius. Um, yeah, I guess my only one would be, uh, yeah, I guess, at the NFL draft, if you submitted a card that somebody's already taken that probably uh that probably would not go over super well though probably well you might miss you might get out of your somebody might grab the next guy before you get your other pick in that might be it so. i would not be don't put me in the war room <laughs> i would not be a very i would not be a very valuable asset um all right so we'll uh, we'll get out of here thank you guys so much for listening again gonna put this up i know it's it's, it's probably difficult to keep track of uh of all of it as we went along but we're gonna put up a story and, and so you guys head to auburn undercover on our auburnundercover.com um, within the next day to check it out and uh, and go and I'll, I'll set up some system you guys can vote for your favorites um, we got to let Jason get out of town because Jason is heading to Knoxville um, this weekend to cover a huge baseball series is t- Tennessee is still number one correct number one with a bullet right now um, yeah, yeah they're wow. they're number one and uh, you know rolling along at the moment yeah uh, 17 and one in the SEC you get three yeah. losses overall and uh, yeah they're 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 rolling Ooh. at the moment and Auburn comes in with a seven-game winning streak and having right. just swept their last SEC series. So it uh, should be a really, really good series there um, in Knoxville kind of coming down the stretch here um, of the SEC baseball regular season. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, please go leave us a five-star review. The intro and outro music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can find him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Until the next time, we will get you guys later. We will recap the draft this weekend. We'll talk about baseball. Um, and so everybody enjoy the draft. We'll talk to you all later.